Hey, thanks for listening to the Unsilent Church podcast. This episode is sort of a one-off and we'll have a few of these sprinkled in between our regularly scheduled programming throughout this season. But in case you missed it, Netflix released a documentary about the artist formerly known as Kanye West entitled Genius. And before I go further, let this serve as a public service announcement that there's a good chance we may spoil it for you if you haven't watched the documentary up to this point. So if that's you, watch it first and then come back and engage with us. So Kanye has to be one of our generation's most self-proclaimed greats. You might have seen the rants and fights with the media to convince everyone that he's as brilliant as he thinks he is. And it turns out he might be right. But at what cost? Today, Vermont, John and myself discussed the film and a number of the key themes we picked up on. Kanye has become just about everything he worked for. A producer, a rapper, a designer, a husband, a father and a billionaire. But is he healthy and is he whole? We talk about how the film addresses these ideas and much more on this episode of The Unsilent Church. Enjoy. Uh, we have been in uh, season three of The Unsilent Church and looking at passages related to, to justice in the Bible, uh, looking forward to bringing in mm-hmm. special guests related to that. But along the way, we also want to use this podcast to, to touch on things that are that are, that are in the culture, that are things that, that affect us, that, that we care about, things that are in mm-hmm. our community that are important and significant. And um, I think one of those things has emerged that a lot of people are talking about. I know a lot of people I know have been thinking and talking about. And it's the three-part documentary called Genius about Kanye West on Netflix. Genius. And, and yeah, uh, I mean, maybe I think most people listening to podcasts know who Kanye West is. I mean, how would you describe him? Probably one of the most... <laughs> Significant, if not the most significant, sort of created for creative force mm. uh, in in our community, um, just in general. Um, he's mm-hmm. certainly one of the most significant yeah, uh, rappers and producers. Um, not just rapper producer, as he made clear in the documentary, but a rapper separately and also producer separately. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and designer. And, and desi- yeah, well, I'm just started off in Steve way, Jobs, Shakespeare, Disney, all of them. Well, he would like you saying that for sure. Right. <laughs> Putting him in that category. To, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I mean, his, his, his music, uh, I remember when I first hearing his album and just how significant and different it was and how he's really built on that and created off that. So he's uh, he's just one of those most most really significant important figures in American culture and, and certainly one for that represents mm-hmm. black culture, but also probably one of the more divisive figures out there as well. And he has said Divi- a lot of would things. Would you say divisive or controversial? Maybe polarizing. Po- yeah, that's polarizing. better. Yeah, polarizing. Okay. Yeah, that's a, I like that. That's a better word. Polarizing people. A lot of the comments that he's made. Uh, that um, have upset a lot of black people, have upset white people, have upset all sorts of people. And he's an equal opportunity. <laughs> equal, what's it called? An equal he's an equal opportunity offender. offender. Yeah. So, you know, he's a guy who has a lot of things, uh, who's a lot of things, a lot of people. And this documentary came out and provided. Not the way something. Paul talks about it, though. He's not yeah. all things to all people. He's not all he things to all people. He just happens to, you know. But I think this documentary represents something that is unusual to get. Um, it's a documentary made by two of his friends who knew him from the very beginning mm-hmm. and s- somehow had the, 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 the foresight, the, the thought to record him at the early beginnings of his career. Yeah. And so you get sort of this fly in the wall, like raw kind of look at, at Kanye at the beginning of his career, but just before college dropout came out, he was already a well-known producer, uh, done the blueprint with Jay-Z. And so he, he was known like for how he did like, I think he did like half, half of yeah. the blueprint. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> like, that's and so, significant. Yeah. So he was, everyone's like, it was 
everyone knew him. He was, he was already known, but he wanted to be a rapper. So you have this documentary that kind of shows how he, he got started and then uh, how that continued. And, and, and then really the, the documentary in many ways skips ahead to then where he's at today and all mm-hmm. the differences that are going go on there. So you, you don't get stuff like this a lot and people who, who knew you from the very beginning and have video footage of it. So we thought it'd be cool to kind of look at it from, from multiple perspectives. Obviously, we're, we're, we're fans of, of music. We're fans of, of hip-hop. And so I think all of us here are fans of Kanye, not just his music, but also his his design, his creativity, all that kind of stuff. Um, but also I think it's interesting just thinking about him as, as, as believers and how we sort of see a guy yeah. like him as you know, one of the things I just, I just from the jump, just, I was, I, I was thinking of themes that apply throughout the, the, the three uh, acts mm-hmm. that yeah. were given. Um, he's interesting to, to us particularly, I think, because I think faith has always been low key in the background to him. And mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. later on, it becomes even more in the forefront, but to see that, He's he's interesting in, in that sense of that 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 element, of it. and I'd love to sort of talk about how that shows up in the different episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, well, I can, there's a lot. I have a lot to think well, of to say about this. What what are you guys' thoughts about the about well, him about the documentary when you guys saw it? Yeah, well, let me jump in real quick. First and foremost, great documentary. I enjoyed it. I watched it multiple times. Actually, the different acts um, that that came out. Um, one thing about Cootie, which was uh, his his boy that actually rec- recorded him. Uh, a K A <laughs> He did not like that, by the way. Yes. He no. said he was like he was like, man, I, you know, I, I violate you if you keep calling me. <laughs> so you're talking about like episode three when Kanye, Kanye's drunk, right? Oh, uh, he was lit. And he was lit. He kept some calling, and that's the thing. Was he? Did he really not well, realize it, that was him, or was he joking with him? It sounds like he mixture. was. It sounds like he was joking, but it, I, well, he said he was joking. Yeah. Um, but I think it probably was a mixture. He was definitely he was faded yeah. for sure. But and um, seeing Cootie's Cootie's reaction yeah. to that is I think is is now you keep calling me, and I'm, I'm yeah. gonna violate you up in here. We can tell he, you know, I mean, that, I mean, that brings up a, a theme that that shows up through all of it, which is we I mean, can tell he was hurt by that, and um, yeah. yeah, and he was you know Cootie's known him like day one, day one, twenty plus years, and I noticed Cootie never. I mean, I just what I it was interesting things too. The way Cootie shows up, he's never like I need stuff from you. Like he's always mm. like, you know, I, I'm your a boy. brother. I'm, I'm a boy. Yeah. I, I want I want what's best for you. He's mm-hmm. one of the few people in his life. Yeah. He wasn't a yes that. man either. Yeah. Which I think I think Cootie I think Cootie and uh Donda, you know, R. I. P. Don, <coughs> R. I. P. Donda was probably the two most like sane mm-hmm. people in Kanye's life, especially his mom. But what I was gonna say about Cootie was um I mean, if you remember, Cootie was a stand up comedian. Like he literally put his career on hold because I think he he a saw whole, the vision. He he, he yeah. put his career aside. He put his career aside. Yeah, because he I think he saw the vision mm-hmm. of what Kanye would be. Mm-hmm. He stopped doing stand up comedy and just recorded his boy that is going to make history. Uh, who has made history? Um, and it's fascinating because if I'm not mistaken, James, you could probably correct me on this because you probably know more specific numbers. But um, they recorded that and sold it to Netflix for like thirty million. Really? Yeah. The documentary, the documentary. See, I was, oh, yeah, I was curious about this, like how it got, how yeah, it got produced. Cootie, yeah, so did, was Kanye part of? Did they have to get right? I mean, I was curious about what Kanye's involvement in it. I, I, I had to, I, have, I, I had to sign off. I would it. have, I would assume. Yeah. Um. Don't. I would assume he would have to sign. I mean, off in the something. beginning of the documentary, he's he's talking to somebody about a contract for oh, yeah, somebody right. getting something on Netflix. So yeah. Okay. yeah. So yeah. I, yeah, I mean, he would have to. But my my point is. It's just interesting. You have a career in doing something that you love and you're passionate about doing. You put that aside to film your boy. And then now, like, this documentary is basically a cultural artifact. 
to the point that that's facts. Like, and it's not. A, I'm not. It's not about the money per se, but it's just like, in some ways, like I feel like Cootie was kind of rewarded. I mean, it took years and years later. Um, twenty. Twenty years later. So, anyways, I, it was just one of them things I thought about. Like, how many boys would actually do that? Yeah. I mean, and this is this is pre. This is. I mean, we are sort of in pre conversation because I know you're talking about the themes and stuff like that. Uh, and I and so I, I do oh, want to yeah. like slide in the theme that I I think that's coming there, but it does say something, especially in, in, in we're Christians, so you have to take it back. But the idea of delayed gratification, mm. you don't know what this filming. I mean, he's saying the whole time, you know, Channel Zero, we're doing this documentary. It's Kanye. We hear Kanye's already made his money. Kanye's already making his money. Cootie's putting his career aside to to roll with Kanye. I don't know what Cootie's doing to make money at this point. He's just with Kanye. <laughs> So it's like, is Kanye like funding him? Is he like, who knows what's happening? But he's there with the camera. Maybe he's part of the team and like, maybe he's on payroll. I don't know. But to think for 20 plus years when you're there at the beginning Mm. and then up until this point. And again, there's a point when he didn't know that the documentary was even going to come out. He was like, I thought it was going to be over. I didn't think we were going to get anything anymore. I hadn't seen him for six years and (laughs) yada, yada, yada. And then you get towards the end and yeah, he sells it to Netflix. It's almost like, yo, can you? De- how many? How many people would defer the work? Like he's putting in work, he's editing, he's all he's doing all this stuff, and doesn't know and he has how his own career in a different industry. He doesn't know how it's gonna pay off. Yeah. Now he's obviously doing something because you see him throughout, and he's he's looking better, he's clean, he's got a child, he's married, he's doing something, something's going on. But you just think like, man, something you started twenty years ago pay off twenty years later. There's something about that in our Bible about. Something, yeah. something, 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 something. <laughs> something, something. There's, there's something about that. Y'all, y'all can, you know. It's in there. It's in there somewhere. But Ramon, you mentioned like faith heaven is like low key playing in the background. I mean, um, as a as a theme for that, like what do you think that like comes from? Like what makes you say that as a theme? Yeah, I mean he um he mentions it early on in terms of just uh they all talk about God and the importance of God in their life. Um he, you know, his I guess his dad is a Christian marriage counselor. So that's the sort of they always have this sort of the basic awareness of of God. And, you know, actually, it's interesting as a black community just in general. I mean, most of the people I've been around. Yeah, I was going to say that. I was like, that's that's just black culture. That's I feel black like. culture. You're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, but I think that's interesting to see that how how much that plays out. Mm-hmm. You know, for for us in our community um, compared to sort of other people. Mm-hmm. And but I do think it's it's it meant something a little bit more for Kanye, even though it doesn't manifest, show itself in maybe all the ways we want to at least. In the, in the early in the early beginnings until um, towards the end where he says all sorts of stuff that are really interesting to me in terms of just um, and I, I'm curious how, how much that continues at one point he says you know, I'm just I want to be a fall on the ground a humble servant of, of Christ <laughs> spreading the gospel but then he adds all this other stuff right yeah. <laughs> as mm-hmm. well um, which will be interesting to sort of get into but yeah that's what I mean in terms of just I think each episode uh, shows to make some mention of that in a way that, that that's yeah. I think interesting about how much that does play a fact. Even in some of the, I mean, that's what's always cracking me up about many of the, the rappers I, I grew up listening to in the nineties. Um, they all talked about like, you know, God's blessings and oh, et cetera. Yeah. And then at the same, <laughs> right before they sang a song <laughs> yeah. about going to the club and, you know, doing all the things you're going to do there in the right. club and then after the club with all the women you're going to do it with. And they were wearing Jesus pieces. Yeah. Know, so there's always, the, the, <laughs> there's always the, the, con- the contradiction of that. Right. You know, he, mm-hmm. he's, he's, you know, so in act one, I thought it was interesting. I mean, act one, he talks about, um, God and faith and things like that, I think, early on. But then at the end of the act, 
uh, he's I think in New York and he's you know he's buying the porno magazine right <laughs> and so it's always mm-hmm. that the which yeah. I, in some ways just the struggle right of yeah. that right. is probably where I would I would go with it because it's like it's not like should I say every Christian isn't isn't the same you know so I and and I'm not talking about the rappers who are like man I want to thank God you know for giving me whatever for this song that I'm talking about like in your jeans and da 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 that's that's one thing but you know. You know how how many of us, how many of us have a, have a message or have this general awareness, you know, and and authentic belief even, but then still can't shake whatever yeah. things come for what from whatever right. It's different for everybody, um, but I that that's why I would I would say like yeah, it, it's interesting that you internal get to struggle. see his struggle internal struggle right, and for yeah. many other people you don't get to see their struggle. Kanye's was just public, mm-hmm. right, and sometimes. You know, people would discount what might be genuine faith. Like Jesus walks was two thousand four. That's like, I mean, there really wasn't music like that coming out back then, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like in in that way to try as much as possible to say like, yo, I'm yeah. I'm trying to put this out there, but we all know what kind of heat he's getting like on a daily basis after he's already done the stuff with Jay Z. He's already and he's still pushing. Yeah, right, he's yeah. still in those places. He's still trying to like take yeah. advantage of every opportunity he can get. Yeah, um, so that's uh, so looking at Act One particularly. You know that what you said there. Um, is that, so that's really struck me about so that first that Act One was called what was it called Vision? I think Vision. Um, Vision. Yeah. So he's as you said he's already there. He's already made it. But his how how insistent he was on being known as a rapper, mm-hmm. and then I think I'm just just a reminder of just. Um, for for a lot of people, it wasn't easy, right? A lot of mm-hmm. these guys, we look at them. I, mean, I respect the hustle, right? That that's shown there, like how much mm-hmm. he was grinding and working. Act one really mm-hmm. shows this. Like, there's one one scene in Act one that um, that really stands out to me, where uh, he does uh, you know all falls down. You know, he's he's written all falls down, which is one of the. I mean, if you look at top hip hop songs of all time, it's on, it's on that list, right? That list, maybe yeah. top maybe top ten, right? I remember the first time I heard that song, I'm like, man, this is just brilliant. Like the themes, <laughs> the vibe of it, all that, right? Mm-hmm. And so he's in Rockefeller Records. Oh, right, right, offices, right, right. right. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and he's that. going yeah, yeah. from office to office with. I don't think they're secretaries; they're like a, you know, executive assistants staff. or staff or that kind of thing. And he's like, "Yo, listen to this, listen to this." And you got Kanye in your office, right, rapping to you, rapping to you, trying to like because he's trying to trying you know, to tell him like, "Yo, he's trying, he wants Rockefeller to sign him as a art as a, a rap artist." They only see him as a producer, and, he see, and they keep putting him off. So he, this is how he's going to be heard. So he's just going from office to office, and all sort of sitting there listening. No one's willing to slow down enough to pay attention to hear what what's happening. Nope. That is good, right? No, nope. it's only I think maybe it's later Pharrell, right? Who I think is the first like real like this is brilliant. But right? he's, he's Scarface. Same, Scarface was in there too. Yeah, but Scarface is like, yeah, this is good. But then he doesn't. He had. <laughs> it's funny. Scarface had an opportunity to to, to be on the track, to verse, yeah. to be on Jesus Walks and, and he, Family Business. Yeah, or, and he, and or, he, you know, but even he was sort of like, just, I, I almost like, just, like this is good, but distracted. I felt like you know, but up to that point, like all these people are too busy doing what they're doing. Like this person's taking a call, that type of thing. And just a reminder of just how, I mean, he's sort of, he's, he's working, he's struggling to try to get heard yeah. and what it took to do that and how often that happens where like there's, there's I think obvious talent around us, mm-hmm. obvious gifts from people around us. Do we slow down enough to pay attention to hear and to see and listen mm. to what's in front of us? Yeah, I'd even take that from more Kanye's perspective in the sense of how, Obviously, Kanye had a had vision for where he wanted to go, but he had vision for who he believed he was. 
I think that's a thing that's gonna that carries through the entire documentary. Like Kanye saw himself a certain way. Yeah. And so even though he was you know, like one one of the, the general themes we talked about was just talent. I think Kanye saw beyond that early. Oh yeah, definitely. Early, early, early. Definitely. So even when he's producing, that probably came because he's like, I can do this. But beyond that, I've got other things that I want to do. He even says later on, like if I got like a, a hundred million things I want to do, like who's to say I can't do them? And I think that sort of like resilient, um, I, I call it a resilient belief. Beyond to so like if I'm rapping in, you know, VP of marketing, you know, to them, who's who's the person responsible for helping me get the album out. And they're just looking off and looking off and looking off. It's just like, yo, I'm yeah. in your office as an award winning producer. But and that doesn't give me enough. That doesn't give me enough well, to yeah. gain the respect to just have you hear me and give it a chance. And that's what I think. And I think Ramon's talking about with the hustle is just like you got to keep in mind. He's a he's an award winning producer. And it's still hard for him to actually yeah. switch over into that artistry. Because they think about, I mean, I'm they try to put him in a box. Basically. Yeah, so you're saying from Kanye's perspective, I'm saying it from Rockefeller's perspective, which is we got mm-hmm. all these great artists already. And Rockefeller um, did have great artists. They had great artists, right? <laughs> and so I probably. That he's producing for. That he's yeah, producing but that's for. A, but that he's making ways, tracks for. But that's the thing, though. I think that's where, like, you know, maybe they're thinking. I could imagine, like, we read, I do, we just need you to produce good beats because if you start becoming a rap artist, then we don't have anyone produce our beats anymore. Stay in your role, stay in your lane. <laughs> Give us what we need. We we already got, and he already admitted that like he wasn't a perfect fit for Rockefeller. He doesn't got, he doesn't, you know. And I think this is the, the another theme I think that, that that fits for him is this sense of I need to be authentic to who I am, right? So I can't act mm-hmm. like, you know, I got a, I don't, have, I don't have a prison record, right? Right. They get shut up in the streets, all that yeah. kind of stuff, right? I mean, he had to hustle, he had to work hard. He, has, he has that, but he's not quite. He doesn't fit perfectly the Rockefeller image at that point. Not at all, and I think that's what actually helped Rockefeller. Because it, it it was a little bit different. Well, that yeah, I think they really it wasn't Beanie. It wasn't Beanie Siegel. Right, it wasn't right. Freeway. And, it wasn't free, like it yeah, wasn't yeah, yeah, like yeah. these street guys Jay, that had like you said all the stuff. Yeah. It was it was Kanye, no drug record, pretty boy. You know, he had the yeah. polos. You know what I'm saying? Be best rapper, rapper. Backpack rapper, like, backpack yeah. backpack rapper. So it was it was that aspect. Um, like he, and I think he had to force that on them. I think. Like, oh yeah, he, Dame Dame and Jay they they, oh, they, yeah. they they were like they at first yeah they were like. Yo, Put him in a box, right? Yeah. You're a producer, blah blah well, blah. Damn, they didn't want to. They didn't at first. They didn't really want to sign him no. as an artist. Yeah, they did not want to sign him as an artist. He had yeah. to go to Rockus with a Tyler yeah. Bailey, and like yeah, yeah, he yeah, was yeah. going to different places, and then he would go wherever anyone would accept him. He's just like, them. yo, just. But but one thing I want to talk about because you talk about faith in the background. Um, one thing that you know, hustle and the hard work. But I want to point something out that struck me was, and this probably sounds different than most people may hear it is the humility of Kanye. I think t- initially and the, 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 the first <laughs> humility of Kanye initially we hear it's probably more of a spectrum. You can say humility, you can say confident, you can say arrogant, you can say, I mean, there's a spectrum and yeah. you know, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. But, um, I was just struck by, I'm used to seeing like, um, you know, him, him being very confident slash arrogant sometimes mm-hmm. um but his early beginnings like i mean i, I remember in the, the first episode um he was um he was talking to somebody and he was talking about like man I, I don't have a problem signing and being under jay-z like he literally said that he was like man like think about he he was he, he looked at it from a very like man i'll be humbled to do that because what if i if i get there then who the people i'm gonna be around and i'm gonna do this mm-hmm. do that like like he was like 
I would never hear Kanye say that today. <laughs> the fact that he would be <laughs> under another artist. Now, granted, he's a billionaire. He doesn't need to. But my, but yeah, my point. Yeah, because today he would say, I'm worth more than all of you combined. Yeah. <laughs> Which he did say that on Drink Champs. But, I know. Um, but, but, but that's a side of Kanye that I don't think too many people like can, can, can really resonate with. Uh, not resonate, but they don't see that. They, they see more. And it helps me understand Kanye a little bit better to maybe why. He is the way he is because catch fronted on fronted on him at first. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like they literally like was like you said in the office they wasn't listening. Like they, so now it's kind of like, on some sense it's like I, sh- I told y'all I showed y'all y'all you, you see yeah. what I'm saying. Um, but I feel like so that's anyway a, I was just struck by the humility in Kanye. But I feel like that's a, again back to just the vision of it all. I, I do think that's a sense of seeing himself in a way like almost self-awareness, right? Like he knew, he knew what he was capable of. I think his mother was a great, like stabilizing presence in his life. And I think the relationship he had with her, like she would say, yo, you're capable of these things. You can do all this stuff. Like, look what you've done. He would do it. He would do the work he's produced on these records. He's again, he, and it's, it's not like he's not working. Like how many times do you see shots of him recording something in his phone, saying something to his phone, writing something on his phone. Like he was always working. So you talk about the hustle and the grind. Mm. Yeah, he was so. always doing that. And I feel like sometimes that it, it wasn't like he was just saying things just to say them. And sometimes I think people between confidence and arrogance, you know, the, 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 the fine line between the definition of between, of the, between the definition of those two words, yeah. I, I think it's fair for him to have the kind of awareness to go like, yeah, I think I'm capable of doing this. I'm doing it. Let me do it. And people just giving him a chance. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, this is, you know, in act two, um, what I liked about that, that element of it with him is his confidence, you know, again, the fine line, right? But mm-hmm. let's sort of. Uh, it's a spectrum. It's a spectrum. A spectrum, spectrum sure. yeah. And I think, yeah, let's, wherever you fall, some moments it's one more than the other. Mm-hmm. But then, yeah, it's not just like, you know, I'm the best, but there's nothing to show for it. Like, it's like, I'm going to, I'm willing to, to put it on work and do the things. And really what, what he did, this is sort of in act two, you sort of see this finally realizing like, I, in many ways, I, he sort of made his own path. So I was really struck by how um, much of act two is him like getting a free studio time at uh, MTV after hours. I think it's mm-hmm. Kanye. It's like, he's got to go to MTV and use their studio. He uses Other J- artists. As an artist. So he's, he's signed. Jamie Foxx's house. He's signed, but they still won't release him. <laughs> Jamie Foxx's house, right? He signed. He said, there's no budget. Keep in mind, he's signed, but there's no budget yeah. for him. There's no budget. Yeah, they because won't release they, the budget because for Because they him. locked it up, yeah. And so uh, he's- That's crazy. He, go, he shows, he's using you know, any of his friends who got studio time and he's bringing his engineer with him, which is not an ideal scenario. He's got to hop around in a lot of different places. He ends up spending 30,000 of his own money to put, on, mm. put out the Through the Wire music video. So again, confidence, but also a sense of like, I'm going to at least bet on myself. Right? Mm. So it's a work, mm. right? It's work that he's going to put in, but I, I, what I was, <clears throat> what really showed up to me is just that sense of, if I'm going to fail, I'll, I'll fail, but it's because I, it's not because, it's not just going to be because people didn't give me opportunity. I fail because like I did really try. I really put in the effort and I'm willing to put in the effort. And how, I think how important that is, that sense of like, look, if, if you legitimately have something to, to do and produce, you got to put yourself out there and you've got to, you've got to grind, you got to hustle, you got to, you got to, and here's the thing too. I mean, how much great work comes out of just sometimes limited resources. Mm-hmm. So college dropout. Mm. Wow. Um, 
really began with limited resources. He started writing with the limited resources that he has. Sometimes we wait. Well, I'll do this once I get the lottery ticket. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. mm-hmm. sometimes you got to do it without the lottery ticket, right? And now eventually they did open up the budget or another kind of thing. But initially he had to say. He had to kick the door down, though. He had to convince. He had to door he had to and use, him, use yeah. the limited resources that he had to produce the things that he could produce. And then obviously that, that showed out. That's crazy to me that Rockefeller didn't have a but they did they close the budget because of that car accident? Uh, I can't I can't remember exactly why they I think they there were just well, other remember, things started getting yeah he got signed so he broke down that barrier so they finally like signed they him still as a rapper because remember he's to in order to keep doing this they were still having him they're like fine we'll sign you but we're not we're, they, they weren't prioritizing him they weren't so prioritizing other him. things kept getting prioritized over him yeah. but again I this is this is the thing where I you know him and the second act is what purpose yeah is that what purpose, it is purpose yeah um I mean you think about the unique tie between vision and purpose like I. The clarity with which he saw himself and and what he believed he needed to say. Again, a lot of people talk about the old Kanye has a lot to do with the content he put in those records. And so, you know, when you talk about the difference he in the way that he saw himself and, and everyone else who was on Rockefeller, it's about what they're talking about. You know, so he's talking about somebody who, you know, has got shopping problems and she couldn't afford the car she wanted. So she named her daughter Alexis and like she's caught mm-hmm. in retail, addicted mm-hmm. to retail and all that kind of stuff. You're talking like everyday Chicago black like underprivileged issues like the stuff that you go to high school you're like oh I know a girl like that I know a homie like that or like yo I I was dealing with that last week you know to have that kind of clarity to say yo this is this is the kind of music I think people need to hear want to hear and with that kind of clarity try to move move that message forward myself yeah again I know I know what I'm capable of of doing from a production standpoint, but I also got something to say. So I don't want to just keep giving my talents to, to others. I can do both. I can make something for you and make something for me. And if you're saying, and if I'm saying like, yo, I need a deal because I'm trying to get this out. It's not very different than what he was saying with the fashion stuff. When everybody was like, yo, why don't you do it yourself? It's like, it's not the same. Like, yes, I could do it myself. But it was not the same. Doing it himself versus getting the help. So when he was when he was trying to promote, um, uh, what's the song? Is it Through the Wire or when when he was trying to produce his own album? When he was trying to get his own album out, yeah, yeah, the okay. budget that he put into it himself to make the to make the video and all that convinced Rockefeller to then yeah. open up the budget. Correct. What happens when they open up the budget? Yeah, then then it goes boom. Kanye yeah, did a lot more to put exactly, but he started writing and producing it. But True, that, but yeah, but, but why, he, so. Because no, he, so why can you do that with fat? Like I'm, I'm confused. Because you can like with the so in the same sense he was like I'm trying to get like Nike or whoever to invest all this money into me. Sure, he was saying there's only so much I can do it by myself. So but yeah. when I have oh, the yeah, 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 no, billions no. of dollars and the machines and the manufacturing and the team and the sure. when you have all that, sure. then it really goes boom. And so and for the kind of impact that Kanye's always trying to have because he believes he can do it. He's trying to go boom. Yeah, but he's always... Okay, he's yeah, not yeah, trying yeah. to drip. Kanye's yeah. not trying to drip. He's but trying it's to always, go boom. I mean, even with the, the, the shoes and everything else that he's, he's, he's been doing recently, uh, more relatively recently, mm-hmm. it's, I'm always struck by how whenever he sort of starts to do some new thing, he's always willing to invest himself, right? Mm-hmm. At risk of even losing, right? And that sort of drive of like, I'm always willing to sort of put in what I need to put in. Mm-hmm. Let the bag on yourself. Um, and um, but in the beginning, he's saying he's trying to get people. He's trying to convince people to say, "Hey, I've got something worth investing in." Yeah, that's the sort of clarity and purpose. It's like one, I I see something clear, 
and I know it will work or I know it can have the big impact. So I'm trying to convince you before I put in my own money because nobody's trying to yeah. spend that much money of themselves when the money is out there, right? The money's out there to invest. People, people do it. He's and he's like, you. I'm someone you should do it with. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, sort of, you touched on this lately. I want to kind of go back to it, which is maybe just even just commenting on what makes Kanye stand out. And I do think it's that sort of, it's that level of like, of realness, of rawness to him that I think that in a lot of his music are things that like really, that, that come from black culture, but that almost, or that you we're all seeing and observing. Mm-hmm. And I would argue even like, um, it applies even now, like even his, his stuff that he's done over the, you mean, he has that line and um, yeah, Jesus is King where he talks about like, that's why I charge, charge the prices that I charge. No, like, I, don't want, <laughs> I don't want my kids to, to, to I don't want my family to starve. Yeah. And it was just, you know, he's sort of justifying why his ticket prices are so high. <laughs> right? Why shoe prices are so high. Exactly. And I laughed, you know, because a little bit, I mean, it's the only, you know, only guy like him with all the money that he has would, would, would say that. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like, but it's sort of like, he just, it's, he's always, you know, I always got to say like, he's, that's probably how he really feels. Right. I mean, and I thought yeah. of that, you know, because I think that's always now he's talking about things at a higher level now than he was when, you know, there's maybe more of a real street levelness to what he was doing back yeah. then. But I think that's, um, and I think to the degree in which when he, when he, ever, when he loses that, then his music sounds different to me, or at least he comes across differently mm. to me yeah. when he has that, you know, if there's, there's something oh, that's always going to be vital to him. So you remember, so Pharrell said this, which really, I don't know, for, 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 that part with Pharrell was so interesting to me. Yeah. Yeah. It's just sort of like just so Pharrell was a legend. Yes. And just even, certified. Even then. Even if, then. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's what, yeah. yeah. Just, and, and, the, and then he just dropped the, you know, and this the encouragement he gave him. Yeah. So he says, you know, you're, you are going to make it. And when you make it, still keep the same perspective. Keep the same hunger. And the hunger is, I feel something. I got to put it down. And when you then go put it down, keep that conduit happening, right? Yeah. You feel yeah. something and you put scene. it down, yeah. right? Don't, don't, don't ever come between that. You feel something, whatever that is, make sure you put it down. As long as you keep that conduit mm. clear, you're going to be ill for the rest of your life. Dang. Because when you... But sometimes he said, but you know, I think it was just, it just, it was almost like Pharrell was just helping us understand just what happens in general with music. Cause then he go later on, he goes, Oh, says, with artists. Artists, you're yeah. right. He says, cause sometimes when you get hot, you become complacent, right? Yep. You don't have that sense. And that's when he says, once people tell you you're hot, still doubt yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still yeah. doubt yeah. yourself. Yeah, that was yeah. good. And I, I thought to myself, like, I don't just an unanswered question. I'm like, I want, did, did Kanye keep that advice, <laughs> right? Did that's he, a good question. Is, is he, you know, I, I thought about, you know, I, Sometimes I think yes. Sometimes I'm like I don't know. You know, did you know did did, did he uh, did he w- would he are we are we someone because clearly that was Pharrell noticed it back then, right? Mm-hmm. You know, here's a huge thing that happened to him with through the wire, and he turned it for good, right? And I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna own this that what happened to me. Um, it's just interesting, to sort of think yeah. about like to what degree is has has Kanye sort of kept that type of sense of that's a really, of realness. You know, in some ways, I wish we had. Uh, Yay here to answer that question. Um, <laughs> yeah, if you're listening, you know, hit us yeah, up. If you're listening to Unsolid Church, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, to answer your question, though, uh, your other question in terms of Kanye, um, what makes him, I think this is your question, James, what makes him so interesting to people? Uh, and one, one slice of the pie is I think Kanye represents, the he, he's a voice for the people that, um, He's a voice for the people that that get boxed in, and they have much more to offer. Yeah, he's a voice for those type of people. If you think about the people that like get fronted on at work, get fronted on in sports, get fronted on 
like these different areas where like maybe society or maybe the industry see you a certain way and they put you in this box and say, you need to do that. And Kanye's like, no, I could do, I could, I can walk and chew gum at the same time. Mm-hmm. Kanye is a voice for people mm-hmm. that have so much more to offer. Mm-hmm. And literally in every industry, he's been successful in that regard. So I think what makes him interesting is like people can resonate with him. Yeah. It, on, on that level. Yeah. Um, that's one slice of it, I think. Yeah. I, he's like the ultimate guy who was like, if I have, if I feel like I have a good idea, because he, he didn't always have the skills to do it all, but he's mm. the kind of guy who feels like if he has a good idea, I'm willing to put in the work to make sure it's good, to understand what good is, and then go do it. And then that's when it's like, yo, I know I have the ideas. Just, you know, it's it's not a bad investment to trust my ideas. And I think that's what he was doing at first when he was trying to get into fashion and do it well. And that's when, when everybody was like, yo, like, why don't you do it yourself and do it? And so he's calling himself Steve Jobs and, well, he's like, yo, I got ideas of how things can work, but he didn't have the manufacturing. He didn't have the practice. He didn't have the track record. He had the red octave. He had the small Nike deal at, at the point, uh, but not to the degree that, that he they would really like yeah. open up, you know, really open up to him. And I think they, he said that at a point, um, was it in the documentary or maybe this is on Envy when he was like, he gets, I think, uh, I, I feel like he was around Adidas, the Adidas offices or something like that. And he's like, this is what I was talking about when I was like, so you don't got the answers. It was like this, like all of, all of this access, mm-hmm. this is what I needed to have the kind of impact that I wanted to have. And that's what he's saying. He didn't, he didn't have before. Yeah. But I, I feel that, but going back to what you were saying about the, like the delayed gratification too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, yeah, I, I get, I get, I get, you need the, the majors, if you will, to, mm-hmm. to really impact it. But it's like, you know, you can always, Anyways, that, that's, I feel like you can also grow slow too, just like he did in music. But maybe he felt like, well, I'm already big in the music. Why do I need? Yeah. You know, he may have his own perspective on it. But well, obviously he does have his own perspective. But on did it. he grow slow? We didn't see that part of it because by the time Cootie got involved, he'd Sorry, already pro- produced producer. for Jay Z and 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 kind of blown up. So we don't. I don't know if he grew slow. Grew slow in music. It was. I wanted to learn something. As an artist, I, he grew slow. As a rapper, he did. As an art, yeah, as yeah. But as a producer, he kind of. And maybe that's why it's like, yo, I have a good idea. I was able to do it and look at the impact that I had. Yeah. Now I want to be a rapper. I have an idea. I can do it. I'll work at it. I can have the same impact. So what I did with producing, I want to do with music. And then what did he say? Yeah, what but, I he did, did, but he did, it did take, I mean, he, I remember him saying um, he, he was around Jay-Z. He was around a bunch of those guys just learning how to, how to get better and how to do it. That's what I'm saying, yeah. but it's the investment in the idea. Like, yeah. I can get better at this and have the same impact. Yeah. So what I did in producing, I feel like I can do in rap. Mm-hmm. What I did in rap, I can do in fashion. What I did in fashion, mm-hmm. I can do in architecture, in land development, in in anything. And I think that's what he keeps trying to get get mm-hmm. back to. Yeah. yeah. Um, episode two, is this where uh, Cootie... They have like a six-year hiatus. That's yeah, three. So that's three. Is so that three. Okay, okay. So yeah, that's a good transition here. Where um, it's about the end of episode two, where like he so he it blows up right. Like he, yeah. he's out. He 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 finally they open up the budget. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Called dropout is a major hit. Um, three times platinum when it first came out. Yeah, it's probably more now by the catalog. And so but. you know, there's something you know. It's interesting. I remember there's that that it's toward, I think I think yeah. It's in towards the end of episode two where now he's doing videos right for singles off of the off the album. 
And his first instinct is he wants to have Hype Williams do his video (laughs) for uh, Jesus Walks. Cootie, and you can tell Cootie is like, well, you know, I, I can do this. And he's Mm, and he's like, no, but it's hype. You know, it's like hype. Though he actually says like, but you know, I'm I'm at this level now, right? There's something like that. And you start seeing a little bit of change now. He ends up using Cootie anyway. Cootie even predicted it. He's gonna call us up and and want what we what we can do. There's something. And later and later on down the road, you know, even Kanye admits like, yeah, you know. Cootie did great. I mean, he, he he did something. He knew he knows Kanye, so he knows what it is. Yeah. But it's interesting to watch as sort of at the end of that, um, that Kanye's world is beginning to shift when you move into Act Three, and that's where like yeah, Cootie, he's, a, he's a mega superstar. He's a, yeah, point. so Cootie Cootie's move is now more on the outside looking in yeah. and just watching him sort of feel mm-hmm. that and observe that. He didn't yeah. have his number at one point too. Yeah, the bigger Kanye gets. Does that always have to happen? You know, I was, it was one of those things like, is that always something that has to happen with, with guys like that? Like, I don't think I don't think it has to happen, but it does seem like that's a common thread when put, once people get big, they, um, yeah, it's something to be said about that. Hey, for the audience that's listening, I just want you to know like, <laughs> yo, you come up with your boys, come up with your sisters, don't leave them behind. <laughs> Don't be too big that you can't take their phone calls, do text messages, all that type of stuff. You know what I mean? Like they put you on. Yeah. You know what I mean? They you know help the, you. So you remember Cootie? He says, you know "I mean, um, like don't don't do that." Like, yeah. but a lot of people do that a lot, and it's, it's to annoying, speak to it's the, annoying to me to what you yeah, said what, about Cootie. Cootie. Yeah, I mean, remember just summarize it for me when Cootie goes like, you know, I I knew Kanye, but I didn't know Yeezy, right? Like, that's yes, like, oh, yes. I never met Yeezy. Never yeah, met yeah, Yeezy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's like the, I think that's episode three in a nutshell. Yeah. Is like you know. He still loves Kanye, and so like he's willing to be there when he shows up. But whenever he's interacting with Kanye, it's almost like is he interacting with Yeezy or with yep. Kanye? That's right. That's yeah. right. That's right. That but happens a lot. Here's a, here's what's interesting about the what how Cootie predicted what would happen with the Jesus Walks video, yeah. and I think that's what is is really key about like keeping the people with you who really know you. Yeah. Like Cootie knew the quality that Kanye would expect. He knew it. And he and Kanye felt also like the yo vibe he wanted everything, yeah. and Kanye was like yo, but man, Jesus walks is like it's a joint, it's it's up to like it's hype, like I mean it's hype William and hype Williams is like legendary, mm-hmm. legendary director, legendary director, yeah, one hundred ten percent, right? And so he's like yo, this song's at that level, it needs a director that's at that level, and imagine how that like your friend feel though. Facts, but but the, but it's funny how it, it's funny how. Cootie, as well as he knew Kanye, could go, yo, even if it's hype, this is you. Hype doesn't know you. I know know you. Yeah. Right? So the fact that you're going to go to hype, which happened, and the fact that he could call it like line by line, you're going to go there, you're not going to be satisfied, you're going to get somebody else, you're not going to be satisfied, and you're going to call us up to be like, yo, can you fix this, fix this, fix that? And that's what ends up happening. Fast forward into act three, it's almost like the... One, the bigger that Kanye got, this is what Cootie said, the bigger that Kanye got, the further Cootie ended up being in the way. Yep. You see, he sense that. Like, right. You know, he's, not, he's not around as much. Act three is the awakening. And it's almost like, you know how you wake up and as you're waking up, your vision gets more and more clear? Mm-hmm. It's almost like in act three, like as Cootie had opportunities to get, cl- to get closer is when Kanye would almost be a little healthier. Mm-hmm. Right? So there's a point mm-hmm. when... Mm-hmm. Uh, sometime later he sees Cootie and it's like he's just in a much healthier place like 
when Cootie gets was, closer when, to him. When he was out in the street and he was like, yo, what? That's yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they was like, what's it's up? It's like things you got, got a little better right now. He's he's going to go through his episodes later. But yeah. having the people with him who knew him and actually cared about him yeah. meant better for Kanye. Turned out better for Kanye than when he was, than and when those people were further away. And I think that's just the thing that that's sort of sad about what, what happens in Act 3 is that like you're seeing the difference the different type of people that are around Kanye as yeah. compared to earlier on. And so, I mean, probably the, the biggest loss of people around him was his loss of his mom, right? And so we've, we've yeah. sort of hinted about that. Yeah. But his mom is also just always, she shows up a number of points over the course of she the, knew his the records, documentary. She knew his lines. And like, just seeing, like, it just, I just love seeing a mom who loved her son. Black mom. Black <laughs> mom. Who knew her son. Her son. Yeah. Knew her son. <laughs> could talk, could make him laugh like no one else could make him laugh. And he admitted, like, I'm a mama's boy. Like, he... he Brought his mm -hmm. mom everywhere, and just when she dies, yeah. and it's interesting watching like the loss of that, and then seeing at the end of uh, Act Three, he's talking to his dad, and the different energy of his dad, yeah, compared different. to his mom, different. yep. Like, and so like the way his dad talked to him, and be, you know, like, hey, you know, you should you should have written it in your speech out, right? He just sort yeah. of, I just thought to myself, what, next time, yeah. what, what I want his mom probably would also have said, hey, maybe think of it this way, Kanye, but would not have just the energy she projected was way more like I, I want to. I'm not embarrassed by you, but I always want best for you. And so yeah. let me help you. I'm yeah. always going to help frame and things. And so just to, again, it's almost like the different energy of his mom versus his dad, the different energy of like the Chicago crew and the people who could even like be mad at him and he's got to talk to him and work it out compared to the end of act three when it's all a bunch of white real estate people, white guys who are wealthy mm -hmm. who are just sort of letting yeah. him rant yeah. and don't really like, you know, right. they're just there to, to make deals, right? Just uh, it just it's so interesting to me seeing that the the huge differences of yeah. like you said the, the the people around him at the start and the people who were around him at the end and how he's still he's still trying to create and, and do things but yeah. he doesn't have the I think who even talks about this how um you know he he was always I mean, I mean he didn't realize his mental struggles but I wonder if the community around him the importance of as Christians the importance mm. of community yeah to hold right. us up when we're weak and when right. we're strong and how he had more of a community that probably helped like softened those sharp edges and that like right. helped sort of redirect him when he was, you know, sort of maybe on an episode Yeah, and how he doesn't really have that, you know, in, in act three. Yeah, yeah. And you could see that, uh, who was he arguing with? Uh, I think in the beginning of, is that the very, very beginning of act three? I think when he was between brilliance and being a genius, he's like, rhyme fest, rhyme fest. Mm -hmm. And he's like, yo, you, you, you let other people call you a genius. And again, one, you see the, 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 the way with which Kanye sees himself Right, so there's there was already something in there, right? Like, even when his mom was organizing the foundations and stuff like that, and the way he was talking about like the slave mentality, yeah, that's before she was gone. Sure. Now, I I do think it was a really critical moment, like when when Donda, yeah, left, like, yeah, a, a foundation like a floor just opened up and yeah. and Kanye fell in it. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I think that was super significant, and so I do think she was a. A very stabilizing I mean, presence. Yeah. I mean, he looks tired throughout that episode. Exactly. But she was. But it's the it's a presence that she had. Stabilizing. Mm -hmm. She's present. She's yeah. there. She knows his record. She knows him. She knows his emotions. Same thing with Cootie. I think one of the significant differences is like his dad isn't present. Like yeah. so, what's going to be the difference between like? Yep. Yeah. Does I think Don is there? If Kanye wants to run for president, she's like, you could do that, Kanye. She probably helps him prepare for that. She probably helps him write that out. She probably is asking him questions and going back and forth and saying, "Hey, what do the people?" Some, she's probably changing some of his no, but she's politics too. But she's probably <laughs> saying, "Like, yeah, what, what, what do the people need? Like, hey, yeah. are you okay? All that kind of stuff." Sure. Well, when she leaves, 
and he's distanced everybody else who knows him. Yeah. Now you're not getting those questions and those just challenges and that so you just and yeah. that healthy pushback yeah. because the more money that's come in, the more distance you've put back, and now you're, you know, it, it it changes everything. Changes everything. One thing that um you know speaking of, of Donda is like, you know, when you think about like a church history. You think about Saint Augustine. Like you can't talk about Saint Augustine without talking about his mother Monica. Mm. Same way you can't you can't really talk about Kanye West without talking about his mother Donda. Yeah, what if Kanye created a confessions work? I don't want to say a confessions album because Usher yeah, already yeah. did that, but like Usher did do that. The equivalent of Augustine's <laughs> confession. Yes, yes but I mean if Kanye <laughs> We're not talking about Usher, but if Kanye <laughs> did something Usher, I'm just saying. something equivalent to like Augustine's confessions. Like Yeah, yeah it would be it'd be, it'd be my it'd be monumental. When I want to well, say I mean no, well, I don't, I don't want to take away what you're saying. I was just, you, know, you, you saying that made me, made me think. Like, so what was, um, you know, Jesus is King. And uh, what was the album that came after that? Uh, Jesus is Born. Jesus is Born. I mean, was that. That was with the Sunday service choir. Was that sort of like the, the beginnings of what might have been his confessions? I mean, I mean you, see, you hear him talk differently at that moment where he's saying, you know, I'm a full fall on the ground servant of Christ. I used to, you know, he, I mean, he even says uh, God, is, God was my culture or something like that. Yeah. I thought God was I was uh, I was the God of culture. It was really culture that was my God. Mm-hmm. Now I'm a servant to Christ. My job is to spread the gospel. No longer a slave or free. He did say that. He also did say that I am a God. Yeah. No. Well, and he that, said that was before that. I think he said that. <laughs> he said, "Yeah, no." What was that? <laughs> no, no, yeah. People keep asking me what yeah, I think. What, I told you. I told you what yeah. I think. I am a God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah, that That's funny. so Kanye. Yeah, yeah, like, was like, was, yeah. No, no, thank, no, Kanye. Don't, don't talk that way. I just told you what I was. I am a God. But yeah, but I mean, that's his, his facial expression. But you notice how different, like his, his, is so funny though. But that's the other thing too. Like you notice, like he sounds different. His like voice is pitched higher. Yeah. He's talking faster, and so you know, I, that's the other thing that's unanswered for me. Like he has that statement, but then it's mixed in with all these other things, right? And yeah. so it's not, it's not a clear it's wrestling. It's, it's wrestling. not as clear of a like you know, darkness to light kind of like transition. Like maybe yeah. what we want. It's 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 super messy. But is right? anybody's that's 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 sometimes the thing that I that is so like that I typically want to pull on when I'm when I'm looking at Kanye's life is for for a man who has such a strong claim to faith, a really strong claim to faith, and and you're seeing the public sort of wrestle and tussle and back and forth of it. That's yeah. just multiplied to what yours is. Like for people who look on and be like, oh, well, how can he and, and, and do this? And how can he and yeah. but then be there? And I'm like, yeah, but like is, you know, he's, his stage is way bigger. Yeah. Right. Well, like, but, this, but I think this is why, too, um, what helps us okay. not fall, go one direction versus the other direction is the people around us. And exactly. Giving us no matter how big you are, or how small you are. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm just struck by how how much I mean, the things that. That Cootie and others were saying the few times they're around him at the end, right? How much better would it would be for him to have that around him all the time? How significant? How you're right. We're we're all. It's not clear. We're messy, and sure, and that's why God provides the things that He provides. He provides His word. He provides prayer. He provides community. Yep, that helps us through our mess. Yeah, uh, but the thing about the going back to the genius thing, uh, I think Kanye kind of got upset with Ryan Fest because he said Jay Z was a genius, mm-hmm. but then he said. Kanye, like maybe, maybe you're brilliant. Yeah. Like he that. said, "I, I thought you were a genius until I saw Jay Z. Create a song in five minutes. Which like, oh, that's genius. You're brilliant, but you yeah. ain't there. Now, which is like, I mean, that's subjective. That's 
Yeah, I mean, I, you know what I mean? But, like, I think Kanye was, like, you know, yeah, he was a little like, well, hold on, what, what do you mean? Yeah. And then Ryan Fest, I don't know if you remember this, he pushed back on him. He goes, yeah. that's, for, that's not, it's not for, yeah, he said, yeah. it's not for you. It's like, it's for, it's for other people to say exactly. you're a genius. Yeah. And then if you see what Kanye did, he, he was he like, back. yeah, how arrogant of me. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was very interesting. Like, interesting. like, when you give that, like, that, that energy that, that Kanye kind of gave <laughs> with that. And when when Ryan Fest kind of pushed back, he kind of like I don't want to say like Kanye backed down, but he kind of was like he recalled a little bit. Kind of like oh, yeah. you know. Now he probably still felt the same way he felt, but it was just like it was very interesting with that. Another thing that gave me pure joy that I saw this was when the Life of Pablo listening session. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Madison Square Garden was it Madison Square Garden? It was in New York City somewhere. Um, they did the they did that and. I don't know if you got this chance to see all the his 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 good music yeah. family. Uh Saha the Prince, Pusha T, Kid Cuddy, uh Big um, Sean was Two Chains, Big Sean was back there. Uh, I even saw Travis Scott in the back. <laughs> but when um Father Stretch My Hands, Father Father Stretch that you know, you know the, the yeah, that, yeah, that yeah, song yeah. on the life of Pablo, when that dropped, him and Kid Cuddy, yeah, that like joy, celebration, laughter, yeah. that like that. Yeah, one of his most iconic like, images like, comes from that when he's like lifting it like that like, image of him. Like they like, I found that to be very very interesting. Where it's just like, man, he's probably just with his boys having a good time, Great time. and it's just like it like they they getting they getting lit like they got the song going, futures up on a on the joint, and then they just that scene. I really I was just like, man, that's that's dope to have that like that brotherhood. You know what I mean? But yeah, I don't think he has that anymore. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're probably right. He probably, did. yeah. I don't think that. But anyway, well, I, that, that scene. Juxtap- I, I literally watched that scene like four times. Juxtap- but juxtap- he was so happy. Juxtapose just, that yeah. with what you see at the at the end when he's in the in the dr. Yeah, a few people, him, the only black man amongst you know four of them. You talk about real estate partners, like yeah. what I'm he's right. going through and yeah. and and how they're like almost just consuming him. Like yeah. I mean, we talked about this a little bit offline when. Um, Cootie had a hard time. Cootie had a hard time when he would get into one of his episodes, allowing that to be seen too much. Right? Yeah. He'd be like, "I'm too." He cut it off. Yeah, he, I mean, he's like, "I'm gonna, he cut it off." Like, he's like, like I, "I'm just gonna turn this off." Whereas others would just kind of just consume it, kind of let him go. Why? Because I mean, I guess if he's a billionaire, he's got all his money. It's like, yo, we we want the deal. Who cares? Regardless of what it's doing to your health, mm. it's like we want the deal. Right. As opposed to getting some of that pushback where it's like, yo, we don't we don't care about just your money. We really care about like you partnering with you. Yeah. And, and I'd love to get into like, you know, just some like clear lessons we can pull from this. Maybe we can close with that. But just thinking through that idea of, yo, I know you and you're kind of going on, going on. <clears throat> we don't have to do this deal. Right. If it's not a healthy deal for you. Mm-hmm. Right. And and what that kind of pushback could have done in the same way that Ryan Fest did when it's like, yo, you don't call yourself a genius. Let other people see your work and let them do it. Mm-hmm. And there'd be enough of a recoil there because you got to respect who these people are and then go. And you can still disagree with Ryan. He still yeah, you could dis- disagree, I'm sure he but enough disagree. to say something in the to room like, to go, yeah. huh, how, 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 how could I do that? Like, he's, how, like, he's like, how, yeah, I'm going to call myself a genius like that. Like, how arrogant is that? And it's just like, you know what I'm saying? That Kanye, yeah. Yeah, he was always, I mean, I've always, it's just always been interesting to me with Kanye, even his music. His sort of, every once in a while, he has this sort of self-awareness. He bounces back before, back and forth between like, I'm the best, but like, yeah, that's that's really me being self-conscious, right? Yeah. So. But I, I, I mean, I think there's some self-awareness. He looks for validation. I think Pharrell gave him that when he's in the studio with him. He's like, yo, I did not know. 
I did not know. And then for him to give him that kind of encouragement, I think that is validating. But sometimes when you're in a world where you're, you're in a marketing person's office and you're rapping to him, a song is going to be a mega hit. And they're looking you off and they're letting other people come in, ignoring you. Laughing. You got to tell yourself a lot of these things. So imagine Kanye all his life having to tell himself. Then he loses his mom. How much more? Because his mom was probably encouraging him and telling him these things and doing it in a way that was healthy and balanced. He's got all his boys around him. But then you lose that and you don't know how to cope. You don't know what to do. Now you're taking all this medication and you're doing all this research. You got all this access to, to listen to who. And now you still got to tell yourself these things about what you're capable of because you're still not the, you still haven't changed from the person who felt like, yo, I can be a, a great rapper. Just give me a chance. Yeah. Yeah. I can, I can build a great city. Just give me a chance. It's the same person, right? It's just, it's mm-hmm. just magnified. Yeah. So what would y'all say? Like some like more hard lessons that people can sort of take away from. Yeah. I think watching the, this. The don't, por- forget, don't forget where you came from. Yeah. Don't forget where you came from. I think the, the people, <laughs> the people who, you're with are often um, who you start off with are some of the people who most know you right? and, and sort of related to that is the significance of community um, mm-hmm. you know, I, 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 I'm talking about this way more now as a pastor this side of COVID than ever before which is that I think uh, how significant it is it is that we are part of in some sustained ongoing way relationships with people that, that, that are a community of people who, who know you and even people who sort of only casually know you, but like at least you're in their presence in, 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 in some type of ongoing way. That's why we meet. We, that's why we as a community have agreed, hey, 10 a.m., let's all be in the same place on Sunday mornings. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> and we're, we're sing together, hear the Bible together. And the significance of those kind of relationships where, where you're going to interact with people who maybe you're always going to talk to every Sunday. Others maybe, it might be very casual, but they all work together especially over years, I think the benefit of me being in this community for 16 years is like, I've got all sorts of people who know me in various levels Mm -hmm. and they ground me in many ways. Mm. Um, How important and significant that is throughout your life. Um, I think it's something Kanye had a lot of in the beginning. And in many ways, I think he wants it again, but it it just, just (laughs) money, power, all these things sometimes get in the way of you trying to find what you're trying to get, what, what you're looking for. Yeah. Yeah, man, just don't forget where you came from. I want to say that one more time for the people in the back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? People in the back. For the people in the back, don't forget where you came from, man. Uh, I, I, I do think there's something to say. I, I can't, I can't like under or like neglect the influence that Kanye has and, and the sort of responsibility. But that I feel like that's what the community helped also sort of. Like for him to have the kind of to make the music that he was making in the beginning and, and the kind of influence that that had. Mm-hmm. Right. And as that grows, trying to temper that and keep that in check by having the right people around you. And it's, it's still going to go back to community. Um, but, you know, always being responsible and, and to say, like, yo, there's it's OK to have the clarity and the confidence. Based on what you believe. Is for you but trusting the other people around you to just check that a little bit, yeah. you know, to, I, I do sometimes think having ambition and going after that and going hard after that yeah. can sometimes be like, yo, maybe you're going, maybe you're going too hard. And it's like, mm. no, nah, I think there's something to say about like seeing something you have, believing that um, and going hard after it. Like, I, I don't think ambition is bad in that regard, but I think having the right people with you, and remembering them as you as you yeah. go on these pursuits to just keep that in check. 
All right, so you always have this check and balance with you. So I lied. I said one thing, but another thing that I think takeaway is, and this one is just is more so just like whoever your squad is, whoever your team is, is like not everybody can be in the limelight. So um, with your team, like there needs to be an engineer. It needs to do good work. There needs to be a cameraman. And I think about Cootie, again, I, we can't miss the fact that he did put his career aside, um, a comedian, a stand-up mm-hmm. career, and he just picked up a camera, and he's literally documenting a cultural ar- artifact. That, that he was like, doing video stuff, though. He did make Jesus Walk, so he probably was getting paid by doing that that work, too, so I I, I just remembered that now. But Yeah, I guess, what I'm, but, but, <laughs> but you're I mean, right. we think of a, a comedian, that's somebody that's in a limelight. That's somebody, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Not, oh, yeah, yeah, not yeah. a cameraman. And I think for a lot of squads, a lot of crews, it's like everybody wants to be in front. There's a lot of space for people to to run their own lane in different, in all different spectrums and all different areas too. Yeah. So and you don't always of, have to be on So you got to need people in the background to support what you're trying to do. Absolutely. You need a team of people that's going, yeah, absolutely. I'd like to take this moment, guys, to announce my candidacy for presidency. <laughs> <laughs> So I hope you guys will support oh as, I, as I go forward in this. Uh-huh. Um, sign the contracts. You know, let's let's move that forward. I just want to make sure. I want to take. I thought this was a good time for me to <laughs> to make that known. Hey man, if you want that smoke, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but it does speak to like the one body, many members. Yeah, um, absolutely. And I, and I think that that is that is a big part. Like nobody's accomplishing anything without a team. And Kanye would even say that that was the reason why he wanted the investment. He wanted the big team. He wanted all. I, he keep, wanted all of it, yeah. and everybody doesn't get the limelight. But in, like, keep, but in keeping with that Bible verse, like the parts that don't get honor, we honor more, right? And so, mm. how significant it is, I think you know, and, and, and I think money, power, and success can make you forget this. But I think sometimes yeah. he was at his best when, like he he honors the people who got him there. Like Donda did that a lot. So, like I think that's Donda was like, Cootie, you know, you were there, right? And yeah. you supported us, and like you, mm. you matter to this. Um, that some of the things that I'm able to do from up front are because people help support me, right, in what we're doing. And yep, right. so even as I'm maybe more public here at the, at the church, um, just like Jesus, like, washes his disciples' feet, I'm also called to, like, serve mm-hmm. and help others and so that they can use their gifts in ways that are appropriate mm-hmm. to them. And God yep. uses all of it. That well-done, good, and faithful servant, that, that the best commendation we can get is given to the person who's up front and the person who is in the back. Absolutely. The, the, the way you get that commendation is faithfulness to what God has called you to do. Yeah, you know, that's a good. That's one. a good way to end right that's there. That's the one. mic drop right there. You a pastor for real? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, listen, y'all. Um, this was a good, good, um, you know, uh, conversation regarding uh, Kanye West and the documentary. If you haven't seen the documentary, you should watch it. Uh, we spoiled it, spoiled it all already. But um, with that said, I'll say that in the intro and just let y'all know, like, yo, there's some spoilers. So if you ain't seen yeah, all three episodes, just like you know, schedule this one later to listen to. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, with that said, um, as we always say, love God, love people. We are out. Peace.